Destroy All Children is a website just for you If playing with video games is what you like to do Or rotting your brain with comics and first run movies too We've got a great selection of news and reviews So search us out on the web, you just won't get enough Of all our digital madness and other fancy stuff We'll also make you laugh until your tummy's feeling buff Destroy All Children you should go there now. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Destroy All Children, the podcast. I'm your host, Larry Davis. With me, as usual, is George Brundle. Hello. Hi. I'm George. Yep. You've got a lot of news this week. You told me you were ready to go. You said, got a whole lot of news coming at me. Uh, I got a few things of news. I got one big thing of news and then a bunch of other things of news that are mostly just, hey, this thing's coming out. All right, great. Hit me. Uh, News number one. Okay. Hey, remember System Shock 3 and how we've talked about that now a few times? Uh, sure. Okay. So, brief recap. System Shock 3 suddenly not happening. A bunch of people laid off at that studio. Uh, Then apparently it was happening. Uh, and rumors of it being killed off were greatly exaggerated. Uh, now it seems like it's definitely happening, but I don't know if I want it to happen, uh, because Tencent uh, is taking over the System Shock franchise. Uh, so that's cool. Oh boy. Download this Chinese spyware called System Shock. Free-to-play System Shock, here we go. Yeah. I'm um, going to need to get all of the wrench cards to upgrade my wrench. Oh, man. Uh, in a short message to followers on Twitter, Other Side announced that, quote, Tencent will be taking the System Shock franchise forward. The studio added in a follow-up, as a smaller indie studio, it had been challenging for us to carry the project on our own. We believe Tencent's deep capabilities and expertise as a leading video game company will bring the franchise to new heights. Uh, outside, or I'm sorry, other side entertainment acquired license system shock three from Night Dive Studio. Uh, it sounds like the remake is still happening as well, but that won't be handled by Tencent. But that they, I guess, in general, have the IP now, um, which unfortunate that ain't great, but. Yeah, whatever. Like, it's fine. If it doesn't actually affect the game, then I don't really care. Yeah, I just, like... Tencent, though, is a company that I would really prefer not to support at all, though, considering how much they were behind that stuff that happened with uh, Blizzchung last year. Kind of just knowing what they're about, man. Yeah. Uh, Like, I want System Shock 3... I wouldn't mind if System Shock as a franchise got handed over to a different studio or publisher or whatever, but like Tencent would not be on my list of people I want to have that IP or any IP that I might care about. I just think it's weird uh, that they were even interested in it, actually. Yeah, that, yes. Like, I I was still kind of fully expecting that System Shock 3 was just dead in the water, was not going to come out. Uh, surprised to see that anybody picked it up, but like Tencent, of all people... Like, okay, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, speaking of video games, Larry, 
how how would you feel about playing Heavy Rain or Beyond Two Souls or Detroit no. Become Human on your PC? No thanks. Playing them once <laughs> on the original consoles what? was more than enough. Well, too bad, bitch. They're coming to PC. Well, okay. I don't have to play them. I just think that is a weird thing to port over now because, like... With two of those games, wasn't the big appeal at the time like, oh wow, look at how real these like facial animations and everything are. Uh, that's kind of the thing with all of them, really. Yeah, but like now looking back at like Heavy Rain and just sort of seeing how that looks, very not impressive. Oh yeah, Heavy like, Rain. I don't also... see why anyone would play that anymore. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure game, except uh, the choices you make do not matter at all. So that's yeah, cool. sure. You're still like locked into certain paths, like you can't completely fail out of it, right? Yeah, there's only a couple of places where you can even die before the end, and you have to really try to die. Like there's parts yeah, where like, like the character gets in a shootout, and if you fail it, he kind of just like gets shot a couple times, then leaves. <laughs> just walks away. Yes. Just stands up from behind the cover and just turns around and leaves the room. Kinda. Uh, okay. Maybe I should play it now that it's on Steam. No. Uh, they were yeah, free no, on PlayStation a... Plus, uh, I believe. So, if you had had PlayStation Plus, there are a lot of things. You keep saying, like, I don't need PlayStation Plus, I don't use it for anything, and I don't care about any of the games. And then later you'll be like, yeah, I would maybe play that thing. And it turns out it was something that's... that was free at one point. You know, so that's not necessarily true. Like, my issue with it is more that the PlayStation 4 lives in the living room and that my wireless router for a long time, until it basically burned out on me a few weeks ago, uh, the signal to the living room fucking sucked. So, like, there was... Like, I didn't want to play any online games on there because cable, my connection was dingus. super unstable. I don't, I don't have a cable that can get out that far. There's actually, like, no coax port in my living room for some reason. Oh, I would have to run a cable from... I My internet is through coax. Like, I do not have satellite or anything like that. I'd have to run a cable from this bedroom all the way to the other end of the apartment where that TV is and the PlayStation is, and then hook up a second router out there. Okay. It's a fucking bad, it's a fucking bad setup. This yeah, apartment what? is not well, set up good. You can't just get it's a long Ethernet weird. cable? No. Like, that Ethernet cable would have to be extremely long. This is, like, literally on the absolutely, like, far inside of this apartment. Your apartment can't be that big. Is. It's actually surprisingly large. Uh, we'll see. Okay. It's the, the rooms are tiny, but it is, like, long. It's weird. This is a very bizarre apartment. Uh, I also don't want to move out of it because it is absolutely bigger than pretty much any other place here and everywhere else is way more expensive for some reason. I don't know. It, it's, everything's weird, man. Look, point is, I don't want to play, or I didn't want to play online games out there where I had a very unstable connection, but like now I have this new router that actually has antennas sticking out of it, and like the connection is great out there now, so probably would get PS Plus at some point. Uh, maybe not before this console generation ends, because honestly, what's coming out now before the end of the year? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Well, okay. Anyway, uh, those games aren't good. If you want to play them on PC now, congratulations, you can do it. 
Yeah, I, but like that's the thing for me is I really don't understand why anybody would to begin with because, like you said, in Heavy Rain at least, which is the one that I'm the most familiar with, because uh, when that came out, I was sort of like, oh, this looks interesting. I've never played like David Cage's other games and then kind of got like a good idea of what his games are from watching other people play Heavy Rain and talking to you about it and then kind of was like, okay, well, I, that doesn't sound like it's for me. Um, but like, it, it seems more like this is a movie. Like, this is very much one of those games where you just kind of sit down and you watch it. You don't really do a whole lot. So when you kind of strip away, like, the graphical fidelity being the big draw for that, uh, what's the point? Yeah, Detroit has kind of more happening in it, except they made the fatal mistake of including flowcharts that show you exactly what every permutation is. Um, and so, mm. well, it doesn't show you what the actions are if you don't do them. But for example, there are a lot of chapters in that game where it's just a straight line. There is nothing you can do to change the outcome. And they just show it to you. That's a bad idea, as far as I'm isn't concerned. Isn't it like, isn't it at the end of the chapter basically like, it's like a timeline, right? And then it will yeah. veer off when it's like, this is a choice that you could have made, and then it would have had these different outcomes. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm just, trying to remember. I saw, like, I saw a couple gameplay videos of that back in the day, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. It just straight up shows you a flowchart, okay. like even to everything you can interact with. Like you picked up the newspaper, you uh, read this poster oh, or whatever, all of that stuff. And there will be plenty of chapters where there's a lot of stuff like that around the periphery, but it's just a straight line. Yeah. This also is just reminding me of that whole thing where they like fully modeled a nude Ellen Page in Beyond Two Souls. Right, and that game's real bad. I never even finished that one. So, which is a shame because it has Ellen Page and Willem Dafoe in it, and you think that would be great. Like, yeah. sure, I like these two actors a lot, but the the other thing I, I really like about uh, Detroit is there are many places. Well, this is the case in all of his games, really. Many places where it seems like you have a choice, but you do not. And it will just sit there and wait for you to do the next thing. Uh, specifically, uh, uh, the main lady android. I forget her name. Uh, there's a part where she has to break free and sort of become sentient, I guess. Um, breaking out of her programming. And so it prompts you to do this, and it seems like that would be something where you'd be like, No. I won't. I'll just continue to be a robot. Uh, but no, it will just stay there forever until you break out. Uh, I believe the same is yeah, also well, true of the other guy. Like there should be, look, it should be like um, Way of the Samurai, where at the beginning of that game you can just turn around and leave town, and you get one of the endings that way. <laughs> they should give you the option. What was the uh, that really really old? It was like a Western uh, adventure game thing, and like you could just love the West. I think you were trying to like, yeah, yeah. You but you could just like fucking shoot random people, and that yeah. would also end the game. Yeah, yeah. Video games used to be video games, man. You used to be able to do stuff in them. That's right. Uh... What what happened? I don't know. Like I, I will still say Indigo Prophecy is pretty good for most of it. Um, it mm. really goes off the rails at the end, but I like the stuff up to that. Uh, it also benefits a lot from being a new thing at the time. But yeah, yeah David Cage, man, he's. 
He's so dumb. I think that's where I keep coming back to with David Cage games, though, is every time one of them gets announced, I look at it and go like, oh, this looks interesting. Like, David Cage is doing some weird, cool stuff with the tech that he has, and then that being the case, it's inevitable that when you get far enough away from it, the tech doesn't hold up anymore, and then there's kind of nothing left with it. Of all of them. like none of those games seem like they're fun to actually play, and none of those stories seem like they are fun to actually sit down and watch. Uh, of all of them, I would say Detroit is probably the one to play. It's still pretty bad, especially a lot of parts with um the the bald guy. He's mm-hmm. a really bad actor. Um, but the bits with Kara are okay, I guess, and like the highlights are the bits with Connor and Clancy Brown. As like the drunk robot hating cop partner And those are pretty good Uh, Alright spoilers for Detroit Become Human At the end there are a whole bunch of other police robots And it does the thing where Your robot wrestles with the other robot And then they stand up And Clancy Brown has to decide which one is the real one And who to shoot (laughs) They did that Of course (laughs) Uh, they do that in Paper Mario, which is a game that I just finished That's uh, later. a few times in one of the dungeons. Huh? Shut up. No, no, no. We're not it's talking, not retro no, time. No, we're, not, we're not talking about Paper Mario today. I'm just drawing the comparison to a part in a Paper Mario game oh. uh, that I wanted to bring up because I actually fucked that up every single time it presented me with the option of like, wait, which one is the real one? Oh, hit okay. The, hit the fake one with your hammer, and I always clobbered the real one. Sorry, uh, Mario. But I like that... I like that much like a David Cage game, though, that when I clobbered the wrong one, it didn't like, it just sort of had the characters swirl around and then it was like, eh, try again. No, that like one, they would you, end had, up in you the, could in shoot the, the wrong position. one, because that is like at the end oh, of the good. game, so. Pull out a gun and shoot the real Cooper. Yeah, that's right. Rest uh, in peace, Cooper. I'm so sorry that I did you like that. Um, Hey, there's other video games that are are coming out though to modern hardware metroid prime although that is maybe more of a you know a perhaps this is happening unless a it is a definite thing it's happening like that's been kind of known for a while and also even though this was like there was a listing on a swedish retailer site so technically we don't know for sure if it's real or not those like 90 percent of the time that turns out to be real. Yeah. Yes, but also, like, I'd still prefer to, like, hang back from that stuff at least a little bit until nah. there is actually an official announcement with things. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like, like, especially what, with Nintendo, where people speculate on stuff coming out on that thing all the time. Yeah, nobody's gonna yeah, be no, like, how dare you? You said this was coming out and then it didn't come out. No, I understand. Well, first of all, people would have to listen to the podcast to feel that way about things. But, that's true. Uh, like that's I just kind of have that sort of caution that level of caution with a lot of things like even when we were getting into rumors about like PlayStation 5 stuff like I'm a little squeamish about kind of committing to like oh this thing is going to happen because a lot of times in the past I found that no things don't quite shake out the way that I expect that they're going to even when they seem like they're very surefire things but it's also nice yes it seems extremely likely that this is coming out it's nice when it's things that uh the console manufacturer themselves say will happen and then do not (laughs) sure 
Hi, yes. backwards compatibility. How are you doing? Yeah, it's, look, at least a hundred games will have backwards compatibility. Almost all of the top one hundred. Almost all of the maybe games that you might want to play, perhaps, will have backwards compatibility. Maybe, who knows? I mean, later they did um, say the like overwhelming majority will work, but again, yeah. who knows really what that means? I don't know, like kind of with the Nintendo in particular, though. Like I remember all the Persona Five stuff, where Nintendo kept doing things that really made it seem like Persona Five is going to come out on the Switch, and then they were like, "Hey, guys, Persona Five Scramble. Let me tell you about this hot new jam that we got coming out." I mean, they never oh, you said wanted the it real was... game. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that that was really funny, though. It is. I, yeah, I'm not mad great. about that. Like, no, me either. Or, but but just in general, like I, I try not to get my hopes up too much with stuff like that. Uh, but in the case of something like this, it does seem like it's pretty much going to happen. It's been put out there enough. It's been on retailer sites, like you said. Uh, but the main thing I wanted to talk about with it was not like the plausibility of it happening, but more the plausibility of them unfucking the controls of that game. I hope so. Of those games, rather. We'll see. Yeah, because I would I would buy that if they did. Me too. Um, Instead of having have... to control it like you're playing Doom for the Super Nintendo. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, which which one was on the the Wii? It was just the third one, right? The first two were on the GameCube. Yeah. Okay. I have Prime, and I have access to uh through through dubious means. Two and three, and I was considering playing them, but then yeah, the controls would still be all fucked up on there. Um, yep, not good. So I'd rather just buy them. Uh, but hey, uh, when's uh, have they said when the next Nintendo Direct is going to be? I don't know why I'm asking you that. You don't pay attention to that shit. No, I do not. Also, I don't know that they really even say that far in advance. I think it. I feel like most of the time it's like, oh, tomorrow they're doing it. Yeah, that's true. Most of the times I find out that a direct has happened is i wake up the next day and everyone is talking about some animal crossing dlc or something and then i go oh yeah there's a direct apparently oh there's uh, everybody's talking about terry bogard must be something cool happening oh <laughs> no nope. okay uh yeah also the thing with um the metroid prime trilogy is it was june june 17th i think it said that would kind of line up with if e3 had happened that would be That's about true. right. That yeah. would be like, and it's out now. Yeah, that'd be a little late, but it'd be like it's out soon. You know, I'm getting real tired of the "it's out now" shit. I'm not. I love it. I fucking hate it because it keeps like that. This has been something I've brought up numerous times about the Master Chief Collection on PC. How that is the thing that they have been doing with that, but like even stuff like this new Paper Mario, where it's like, hey, two months from now, we got a new Paper Mario coming out, like. Okay, great. Let me try to scrounge up some money for these things that I want that I wish I had like a little bit more of a heads up on. But like uh, okay. I like who knows how much a Metroid Prime trilogy set would even cost. Sixty dollars. Sure. Yeah, that it's Nintendo. Is kind of what I would assume it to be. Um because I was thinking about how like that Panzer Dragoon remake would be cheaper than it actually ended up releasing as. Because that was another thing where they were just like, oh hey, by the way. This thing that we announced like two years ago, well, it's out now. Yeah. And that uh, was too much. 
Yeah, I I like it's out now stuff because I hate like great cool thanks for the CGI trailer for something I'm not going to play for like two years. Who cares? Yeah, like that's I wanted more of middle ground with it. Like I don't want the amount of lead time that a lot of studios end up giving to games to where it's like you said, here's the CGI trailer, or hey, using Metroid as as a comparison, eh, just a logo. Remember Elden but... Ring? <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> Guess I do. That's gonna come out at some point in the future. No. Um, like yeah, that stuff bothers me, but then it also bothers me when it's just like, hey, this game is out like right now or next month. Like I'd I'd at least like to have a few months to kind of prepare for a game coming out because I I'm the sort of person who ends up pre-ordering a lot of shit that they are interested in far out in advance. So most of the money I spend, it's like, oh, I've spent that Dude, like just, long before just admit June or July showed up. Just admit that you have what? a toy problem and that's why. Yes, no, I do. <laughs> that is what I'm talking about. All those pre-orders were for action figures. Yes. So this is your own or fault. also comic books. Yes, I know it's my own fault, but I want the industry to conform to my problems. No. I want them to conform to my whims, which is that nothing should be announced until it is ready to come out. Well, part of what makes the podcast fun is these disagreements we have about very important things that matter, actually. Well, look, this strategy worked so well for the Sega Saturn. Are you telling me that they shouldn't do it for everything? Man, speaking of rumors, how do you like the ones that always come around like every few months that say Sega is putting out new hardware? don't know i don't see any of that what are you talking about really no i hear that shit like all the fucking time like every few months what it kind seems of that some deranged just idiots like, would be saying I don't know. that but the last time it happened was sega set up like an anniversary site and then people started going like oh they're going to announce new hardware when that site opens up it's like no fuck they aren't no they're not uh, I think that that was a rumor that came around when they put like the Genesis Classic out as people were like, oh, maybe this is them putting feelers out for new hardware. <laughs> like, no, yeah. they, they are not going to put out new hardware. Man. Like it is it is even more difficult to put out new hardware now at the, at this point in video gaming. That like yeah. if Sega couldn't keep it to fucking together when the Dreamcast was out, they're never pu- putting out hardware ever again. They're that's not that just kind of like really wishful thinking from people who are detached from reality. So yeah, yeah, that sounds about right, I guess. But, like like people who only own a Nintendo Switch, right? Thinking so, Persona Five is ever going to come out on their console? Like it's the not. people. I'm sorry, that, that seems like people who would post on Twitter. Yes. Uh, I I hear from from other sites that I'm on that are more just like video game related forums. It's I hear it enough that it is a weird thing that a small but very vocal sect of people seem to believe. Like Sega is suddenly going to come out there with a new console. It's never going to happen though. Yeah, all those great Sega exclusive games they could have on it, like um, Yakuza, mm-hmm. and... Sonic the Hedgehog. Huh? What's that? So, so, uh, it's a mascot platformer from the 90s It kind of fell out of favor uh, oh, When 3D like Bubsy. became a thing Yeah, it's a little like Bubsy Okay, you should have just said like yeah. Bubsy um, uh, Arrow the Acrobat would be another good point of comparison For the Sonic the Hedgehog series They are both momentum-based platformers Sure Yeah 
I mean, Sega has Jet Set Radio, but they're not going to do anything with that, so no reason <laughs> even mentioning yeah, it. Yeah, no. Look, Sega will put out new hardware before they put out a new Jet Set Radio. Yeah, man. probably. Uh, God. New Sega Bass Fishing, that'd be cool. That'd be alright. Sure. Like, what if they did one of those things where they started up, like, an anniversary site and people started going, like, oh, Dreamcast 2, it's finally coming out. And then it was just another Sega Bass Fishing. Uh, or Sega Rally. Shinmu I'd actually be okay 4. with another Sega Rally, though. <laughs> yeah, no, gotta complete the series. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially considering games. they abandoned it after 3. I mean, because they're... <laughs> Sega's not involved with 3 at all, right? I don't think so. I think that was Sony that gave them extra funding. If I remember correctly. Yeah. And Epic. Also. With Sony. Yes. Yeah. Um, Thanks, you Suzuki. Yeah, I think they've. I think they've washed their hands of Shinmu. Um, As we all should. But also, but like some people didn't learn that. I was lesson. gonna say haven't. I was gonna say haven't we all? Because I think that did not sell well. Right? I don't know. Couldn't tell I you. I see the numbers on that were like not good. Um, uh, well, I mean, it was like I mean, half it, price a week after coming out, so. Yeah. Yeah, so they went with the Hitman 2 strategy. Except, you know, it's not a good game, unlike Hitman 2. Yeah. Well, that's uh, kind of just the Warner Brothers strategy, though, is the thing. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. I wonder if a Shinmu 4 is even going to be a thing that Yu Suzuki discusses in oh, the next few years. Well, discusses is different from actually like having plans to follow through on it, because he's already said that he plans to try to make all nine chapters or whatever it's supposed to be. Come on, Yu Suzuki. Uh, he'll die just before make another, that happens. Just, just make another fantasy zone. Or no, it's not... Is it fantasy zone? I get these mixed up all the time. Uh, the one where you're you're the guy that's behind his back and he's running on like a grid that's thing. Space Harrier. The air and Space Harrier. I confuse Fantasy Zone and Space Harrier's names like all the time, and I am not sure what the deal is with that. I have no reason to do this. A fantasy Zone is Opa Opa. My, yeah, I I know, but then I keep thinking that Space Harrier for some reason. So okay. anyway. Metroid Prime. Those would be some fun games to play, maybe, if they were made playable. Uh, yeah. I've only played the first one of those. I've never played two or three. Uh, what, you've played them all, though, right? Uh, no. I have played okay. I played Prime for a little bit before I couldn't handle the controls anymore, and then I quit. And then I got the trilogy for Wii and tried it, and that was actually a little bit better, but also just playing that way is really awkward. And tiring yeah. and so I was just like eh, I don't really care about this either like if they get they have when you play it that way you can aim wherever you want and move wherever you want so all they have to do is make it so you can do that but with sticks mm. the question is whether or not they will actually have the sensibility to do that uh, I mostly wanted to ask uh, what the best one of those games is, but I guess Danny might be the better person to ask since he is the Metroid freak. I'm going to guess probably the first. That seems yeah. to be the one that everybody seems to like. Uh, though I don't know. 
two is the one I that still... adds like the shadow stuff, I think, and then I'm not sure what yeah. the deal with three is. Uh, that it's on the Wii. Yeah. Motion controls, yay! Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I still want to have Danny on at some point to talk about the Metroids uh, because I have got all uh, caught up on them except for Metroid 2, which I refuse to play because why the fuck would I do that? No, he's banned from this. Didn't I tell you? (laughs) No. What did he do? Ah, well, you know. Just sort of regular stuff. Was he saying slurs again? Yes. Also, trying to get me to install Warframe. <laughs> and that's inexcusable. Like the slurs, you know, I can I can deal with that. A Warframe, no, I, thank uh, you. I kind of want to do a quick Danny health <sighs> check in and see how many hours he's got in Warframe at this point. But I'm, I'm going guessing to, uh, two thousand. Two thousand? Okay. Let's. let's it might see be like eighteen hundred. Open his profile up for me. Uh, oh wow warframe isn't even in his recent activity <gasps> what happened and instead we have the older scrolls online which he has 254 hours on record uh conan uh, exiles which is 310 hours on record uh, one achievement away from having all the achievements in that game not sure what the holdup is at over 300 hours okay it's a little weird to me uh 803 hours in monster hunter world I mean, Conan Exiles is an MMO, so it might be like maxing some class he doesn't care about or something. 285 hours in Dragon's Dogma. What is wrong with him? <laughs> Does he realize there are other games? games? <laughs> he likes a few <laughs> video games a lot. He does. He, he, he plays really games does. the I... way we did when we were children and had nothing else to do <laughs> and just like could rent one game for the week. I mean, I think that's actually Danny's thing is that he d- can't really afford to like get a whole lot of video games. So he mostly just sticks with the ones that he is actually able to get his hands on and yeah, plays them are... a lot. Games are cheap now, though, is the thing. Sure, there's also not as many games right now, like in general. Yeah, uh, especially for for the rest of this year, there is not much. I mean, there's uh, a whole lot if you really want to wade into the shovelware on Steam and the eShop and everything, but yeah. Yeah. Look, there's a there's a reason why I've been spending most of my gaming time either in very old video games or VR chat. Uh, it's because there's really nothing coming out that interests me. Well, it's also because you really like those Kermit avatars. I do! I love them so much! Like... Pretty much all of my saved avatars are just Kermit, and there is a Dr. Eggman in there. That's all that I'm wearing in that game. I love the Uh, Eggman. I do. I'm trying to... I don't even see Warframe in his... uh... Oh, whatever. I'll keep looking here while we talk about what's going on with Batwoman. Okay, great. I was going to mention that if you didn't. (laughs) So... You, I think, uh, have read up about this more than I have. I just read what the reason was for her departure, though. But, like, I'm not sure uh, how much of that she filmed at what point in this season she dropped out. I just remember it being a very it's over. early. Uh, the first season's over. Oh, I know. But didn't she, like, isn't production only in, like, two episodes of the second season or something like that? 
I don't know what any of the second season's done. Oh. See, I thought that this was happening, was... like, during development of the second season. Uh, it was cut short because of the virus, so the end of the first That's season true. was not supposed to be the finale. That might mm. be what you're thinking of. Yeah, I think that's where I'm getting twisted around with this. Okay. Um, anyway, why don't you lay this one on me? What, what, what's going on with Batwoman? Uh, Ruby Rose is out. The lead character is gone from <laughs> Batwoman. And they've already said they're that's just fine. going to it's recast it. Bring her back. Uh, yeah, sure. Is... Why not? It's like James Bond. It's Batwoman is just a code name. <laughs> Don't start this again. <laughs> uh, thing is, if they really wanted to come up with an explanation for it, they do have a pretty easy out, considering there are like multiple characters on that show that like swap people's faces around. Uh, like Hush is on it, for example. Um, oh, that's his whole thing. Yeah, he came out looking like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So actually, like that's the reveal of what Bruce Wayne looks like in the CW universe is like not actual Bruce Wayne, but Tommy Elliot, which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah. Uh, so what did you read? Was the reason uh, that the working hours were incompatible for her? Uh, that she, uh, I guess, the the commitment of those working hours was too much, and she wanted out, and that she was becoming, uh, to put it nicely, unaffable on okay. set because the working hours were putting a strain on her. Okay, yes, apparently she was a total nightmare on set because she did not like having to do it. Uh, apparently yeah. was not aware of what shooting a TV show is like. Another thing I read was that a large part of it was the temperatures because they shoot everything in Canada. So, like at oh, night too, and wretched then. Yeah, that's that's why they changed the Supergirl costume recently, uh, to like give mm. her sleeves and stuff because it was really bad. Um, but, uh, yes, uh, Ruby Rose was not fun to be around on set, and that's why she's gone. Because, really, if you look at, if you start a TV show. You're under contract for a while They're not gonna be like Hey you know we'll try one season see how it goes And yeah. so for them to have let her leave They must have wanted her out Yes Especially because this is like one of the CW DC properties And those shows have actually been kind of like Proven by this point Like yeah. this isn't one of those things Where it's just like oh we're kind of Treading new ground doing a sort of Superhero live action show uh, maybe make these contracts short in case we need a break out of them at a moment's notice. It like, no, these are these are proven shows at this point. You make those contracts to last because you're yeah. expecting the show is going to go on. Uh, so yeah, she must have been not great to be around. Yeah, um, and uh, wasn't there also something about like her getting hurt very early on in production too, or am I maybe thinking of something else? Yeah, that happened a while back. Uh, they already said that wasn't related to it though. Well, sure, but I mean, like, that would still be like, oh, this did not even start off on the right foot for her. Oh, yeah. Yes, that like, I can that see was, her being like, bitter um... about that from the very beginning. Like, if I got hurt on my job, like, within the first week and I still had to keep coming into work, I probably would not be in a very good mood. Sure. Uh, it, well, also, though, I think she kind of insisted on doing her own stunts, which 
Uh, oh, well, we, then we whatever. talked about that in the past. Yeah. Which is not the best That's... idea. No. Um, but yeah, that was like some vertebrae, like near a neck, I believe. That, oh, well, then uh, whatever. I'm not sure. Walk what... it off. <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I can't say I'm sad about this news because I've seen a little bit of Batwoman and it seemed all right, but she was very bad at it. Uh, I've... I've not really watched any of the CW DC stuff. Like I've seen maybe a handful of episodes of The Flash, but I care so little about The Flash as a character that I just like kind of fell off of it. Look, I'm telling you, you, you should just watch Legends of Tomorrow because that's the good stuff. That's mm. my CW show of choice. Flash is alright, I yeah. guess. Arrow sucks. As far as comic book shows go, I really need to start Doom Patrol this week, though. I kept meaning to do that uh, over the oh, weekend and just not getting around to it. Nope, I okay, well, kept there, trying and then... That goes one avenue of discussion I thought was lined <laughs> up for this week, because I told you a few days ago I was watching it. I said, oh, we'll watch the first three episodes, and you're like, Okay. Look, to be fair, Ben Sisko started doing war crimes on DS9, and I got very enthralled with that show over the weekend, so I'm almost done with that season now. The truth is in the spire. I know it. I love Sisko. Uh, me too. They're... I just watched that episode um, where they go to the abandoned Cardassian station. It's like a slasher movie. That one was good. Yeah. Garrick is uh, trying to cut up Nog. That's right, Garrick goes nutso. It's good. There is a later on in the following season where um, Nog refuses to walk in front of Garrick, only at his side or behind him, and Garrick's like, hey, you know, what's up? And Nog's like, you fucking tried to kill me, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm never turning my back to you ever again. Yeah. Uh, and Garrick's just like, there might be hope for you yet. It's funny how, like... like Apparently just the end of season 5 is like all Nog all the time Because it's just like every Hell episode yeah. has been Here's a new thing Nog's up to Yeah and then uh, at the start of the following season Because the Dominion War is like in full effect uh, Nog is still front and center in a lot of those episodes And then probably about like 5-6 episodes in Nog just drops off the face of the planet <laughs> I don't think I've seen him for the rest of the season It's like Kira, unfortunately I haven't seen uh, her in a well, while Kira uh, starts showing up a lot again in uh, in season season six. There's seven or six seasons of DS. There's seven was, total. There's seven. Okay, then I'm on, I'm on season six. Um, no, the the start of season six. Uh, I, I don't want to spoil the end of season five for you, but like Kira ends up becoming a very major character uh, at the start of that season, along with Odo. Um, cool. To the point where I would say you maybe see more of them than you do, like Captain Cisco or Worf oh, no. or Dax. Well, that's okay. Worf especially, well, he he can just like, go do that... whatever. Yes, but what if I also told you that Rom is also a very major character for the early parts of that season? Good. Why not? Rom's all right. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of quirk early on as well, so I had a good time with it. Okay. Odo has Odo has sex, so you know. Oh no! Some quality, some quality TV. Uh, so yes. Odo trying to Odo trying to lay on top of a woman and just kind of sliding around. Anyway, just Legends of Tomorrow was good, and you should watch that. Um, I should. You don't need to watch the rest. You also might just want to skip season one of Legends because they were kind of 
trying to figure out what to do with it. Okay. Uh, like, that's uh, the thing with ECW shows too is that they're focusing on characters that are just not for me, but I see the value in those shows. They seem like they're competent enough, and it just really, really, really makes me wish that there was a Batman show that embraced that character and that universe as much as the CW shows are doing with their characters. Instead, we get shit like Gotham, where it's yeah. like this weird sort of like half measured adaptation of Batman. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Just put him in the fucking costume, dude. That's why the CW shows are good, though, because they're aware comics are stupid, and they just go yeah. whole hog with it. To be fair, like there's there's stuff in Gotham that I think gets that, but it is also like not what that show was like founded on. So it's this weird sort of shift with it, and then also it just like grossly misunderstands the character in that universe in a way that is just not appealing to me. Uh, yeah, I, I mean so, to some degree, but Legends of Tomorrow is the only show that has the guts to include uh, John Constantine fighting the son of Sam's dog. So. Well, there you go. Yeah. Balloon Man Hail is Bebo. what I remember from Gotham. That's right, Balloon Man. The greatest the Batman Man. villain. Yes. Bruce looking at this uh, vigilante tying dudes up to other balloons and going, ah, yes. I, I shall become, become a balloon. balloon. <laughs> Criminals are superstitious and floaty a lot. <laughs> Oh god What a fucking awful show that ran Way too long first of all And people liked it for some fucking reason I assume because they've never seen Anything to do with goddamn Batman in their lives Probably Or they were just so desperate for any sort of Batman related content I don't know Oh yeah Yeah. Anyway Best of luck to Ruby Rose Who I'm sure will never star in a TV series ever again Probably not didn't she bail yeah. from um, Orange is the New Black also? I don't I don't know. I know next to nothing first. about Orange is the New Black. Well, she was on that first. I thought, yeah, she like bailed off that one too, which would maybe, you know, take that as a lesson, yeah. but eh, whatever. They, they, they gave her a dump truck full of money and she was like, ah, I'll try it again. And then, well, you know, it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, hey, what was your guess about Danny's Warframe hours? Because I finally found it. I believe 1800. <laughs> oh no. Larry, Larry, Larry. 2500. Sweet, sweet, sweet Larry. You darling summer child. 2848 hours. Woo. I'm Ooh. waiting for the I'm waiting for the day where he hits 9999 and it like an odometer just rolls over. <laughs> Man, what are you <laughs> like doing? Valve just never Valve never prepared to have like <laughs> a five digit number on. It's there. like Y2K, but Danny causes the Steam servers to melt down because he played too much Warframe. <laughs> you know what? If that's what if, that, if that's what happens, I'm for it. Yeah, me too. Let him play Warframe. Alright. Is uh, that it for news? That's it for news. Uh to recap, Tencent, bad. Ruby Rose, also bad. Video <laughs> games, maybe. They're okay. They're fine. They well, there's nothing coming out else. There's nothing coming out this year, so you might as well just suck it up and play Heavy Rain and Metroid Prime. 
I mean, I guess Ghost of Tsushima will come out. Uh, what was it? June or August? I think it's July. Cause I think June is um, Last of Us. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that Paper Mario coming out in a couple months. I sure hope that's good. But considering every other Paper last, Mario, yeah, the the last every other Paper Mario since the GameCube. Yep. Even even that GameCube one. I don't know. Yeah, careful, that's sacrilege to say that. I don't know. Even though it's we, actually a pretty boring game. Yeah, we'll we'll get into the Paper Mario's is uh next week. Oh. Probably. I I assume I will be done with Thousand Year Door by then, but uh it's mo- a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Uh yeah. so maybe not, but, but yeah. Um I don't know, besides Doom Patrol, you've been watching anything else that's good? Uh no. <laughs> oh no. Watch Deep Space Nine, you fucker. I did. I watched two episodes this weekend. Keep keep watching. Never stop watching Deep Space Nine. You know, actually, uh, speaking of Deep Space Nine characters that just kind of fall off the spa- the the face of the earth, like I think Dol Ducat shows up like maybe four or five times in the season so Count far. Ducat. That is weird to me. Okay. Yeah. Cool, thanks for the update. Yeah, you had cut out there, so I don't know what you said. Well, that's your problem. All right. Uh, No, I I watched Doom Patrol. I really like it a lot. I wish you would watch it. Uh, Speaking of things that realize that comics are dumb and for idiots, uh, that show embraces it also. And I appreciate it greatly. Alan Tudor, great as Mr. Nobody. I really like the way they sort of adapted him for the show because just make him look like he did in the comic really wouldn't work. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I'm I'm glad that that's something that comic book adaptations are doing more of though is just kind of embracing the ridiculousness of comic books. Uh, Cuz it feels like for a very long time there it was like you can have a character that has like the name of this villain but it can't dress up in a goofy way like the villain. It's just got to be like a dude in a suit. Right. I mean, I don't want like a, to... Like a press, like a business suit. I've said this before, that the end of episode three is incredible. And I don't want to tell you what exactly it is, but that's mm. like the peak of that. It's just like, okay, that is straight up that character. He looks exactly like that character would. Why did they put this in here? I don't know, because they could, I guess. It's great. I think I'm going to start that tonight then uh, when I get off work. I got a solid two hours before I need to go to sleep and that seems like a pretty good space of time to get a couple episodes of Doom Patrol in. Oh sure, I've seen Flex Mentallo was in the show, so that's another thing to look forward to. Yeah, that's, uh, that was like you had got me that set, which thank you by the way, that was very nice of you. Uh, but then I had no idea that Flex Mentallo was in it until I was telling a friend about Flex Mentallo in general, and I pulled up in the the Wikipedia page on their, them and saw that there is a Doom Patrol, like TV show section of it. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you didn't even know Flex Mentallo was from Doom Patrol yeah. to begin with. Yeah, I had no idea. I had totally forgot that Doom Patrol was even a Grant Morrison thing. So <laughs> weird. It's because I've uh, been doing like my comic diet lately has been Ninja Turtles. Uh, Berserk. God. 
JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So uh, two thirds of that is just shit that I've already read and seen and enjoyed before. Yep. Uh, I comics are getting too expensive and too bulky for me to continue buying the way that I do, and I really need to just kind of like invest in a tablet and get a Comicsology uh, subscription. Comics are dying, Cloud. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that too. Like, COVID is uh, kind of fucking that industry up real bad anyway. No, it's so. fine. They're back now. Uh, the issue, I have been uh, catching up, and I was just reading New Mutants, and it's very cool how Jonathan Hickman and Rod Rice only did two issues before they handed it off to Ed Brisson, who sucks, and uh, some other artist who's actually fine. I don't mind that as much. Not as good as Rod Rice, but still it's disappointing because it was in the middle of this really good storyline that the mutants get in space trouble and they had a space lawyer who looks like a chameleon and he really sucks and gets them convicted it's good stuff has that a new run of batman started yet uh yeah i think so okay i I was wondering because i've not heard anything about that yeah probably Uh, not even heard about um, yeah, I mean that makes sense considering who's involved with it. Uh, that's a bummer. Um, Look, uh, I finished King's Batman, and the end of that is very good. Uh, he came back with the last arc, stuck the landing. You can tell that it was supposed to be longer. He had to wrap it up quicker, but it was fine. Um, I have no interest in Tinian's Batman. Will probably never bother to read it. Uh, so basically the next thing I'm looking forward to is Death Metal Whenever that comes out And of course, well, everybody's looking forward to 5G Which is definitely still happening Remember that? Yeah, it created the coronavirus No, shut up Woody Harrelson <laughs> uh, you know, Remember when we did Please the... come to my oxygen bar, you don't the only mask you need is hooked up to an oxygen tank. We did the review of the Flash thing, and at the end there was the whole bit with Wally West having uh, Dr. Manhattan powers in the Mobius chair. That was supposed yeah. to lead into Generation Zero, yeah. which would be the start of G5, which is like five-generation thing. I think it was supposed to basically be like history of the Marvel Universe, but... yeah. But sort of some Dan sort of Didio new continuity from the timeline. That's right. Dan Didio was thrust into into the negative zone, and uh, uh, the Phantom Zone, I guess it's D- it's DC negative yeah. zones Marvel. Uh, but hey, with Dan Didio gone, Mark Wade might come back to do Flash again. <gasps> oh, I'm always down for what Mark Wade is doing. So. Yeah, well, I'm into it. He, he was showing up recently on DC stuff, like their streams on Twitch and everything. Hmm. The, his whole issue was with Dan Didio. They were the ones that hated each other's guts, and Mark was like, "As long as Dan Didio's over at DC, I am not coming back." Is and, there any particular thing that that caused that yes, between them? Because I've uh, not heard anything about this. Well, there were a lot of things. One major one was Fifty Two when they were doing that. Uh, Dan Didio really did not like Fifty Two, even though everyone reading it liked it and uh he would get mad about it and then after 52 was done that was when he decided they should do countdown 
which nobody liked except for Dan Didio, who said it was 52 done right. Uh, okay. Even though uh, Batman got fucked up after that point and was extremely readable before it. What are you talking about? Right, isn't that like the thing that precipitated Rebirth? Was no. Countdown? No? no. Okay. Countdown Look, was I Countdown to Final Crisis. Shit. I can't keep all this shit straight. DC's rebooting all the fucking time. No, 52 was just a weekly series, ran for 52 there's issues. Always, there's always a crisis, man, all the time. And there hasn't been like, in a like while. honestly, honestly though, like DC's is the hardest continuity for me to sort out because it does feel like they uh, they keep resetting everything, or they will reset things okay. for certain characters and not for others. Here's the thing, I'll tell you. Okay. So old DC Help continuity, me. there were all of the Earths, you know, Earth Two, Earth uh-huh. One, Earth Prime, everything. Crisis on Infinite Earths in the 80s This was the big one This was what sort of consolidated everything Made it so I believe it was That Silver Age Batman Was Earth 2 Batman This was Superboy punching the timeline no. Correct? Okay Um. No, Crisis on Infinite Earths Is the one where Barry Allen dies Oh, okay uh, and so then after that, Wally West was Flash. So Wally was like Flash for all of Wade's run. Um, he did do like a, some stuff with Barry Allen. In fact, when Barry came back, uh, Wade started to do a new Flash series, and then that got cut short, um, which is another issue of contention with DC and Dan Didio. And also that's why there might be some credence to the maybe theory, hope, I don't know what people would call it, that he might come back to Flash. Especially Josh Williamson is ending his run on Flash soon He's been doing it for like 100 issues I think Um, Oh damn Anyway So Crisis on Infinite Earths consolidates that That's sort of like the new continuity From then on Uh, And then there wasn't anything for quite a while Um, I think it was I think it was just like Infinite Crisis was the next one That was Superboy punching Uh, Okay Final Crisis was not really a crisis That was just like Grant Morrison's story really it, There wasn't some sort of like Crazy reboot or anything from it uh, Same with Identity Crisis That was not actually a crisis That was just a mystery story Well they, they should stop naming these Crisis then. Yeah they should If it's not a crisis it shouldn't be named a crisis Yes you're right <laughs> Um, So Dark Knight's Metal is actually more of a crisis than Final or Identity was. And it should be named a crisis. What are they? Ah. I I think it actually was supposed to be at one point, and then they changed it. I don't know. Thanks, Dan um, Didio, I, who might not actually have anything to do with this, but it's very easy to blame him, so I'm going to do that anyway. Okay. Uh. So basically, that's it. Um. Infinite oh, okay. Crisis was the one that brought back the infinite multiverse uh, Doomsday Clock I guess can maybe be considered a crisis Because that introduced the metaverse what? Although that also maybe doesn't matter Because Jeff Johns like doesn't work at DC anymore Or I don't know mm. what the thing is with him I thought New 52 was also like a crisis thing Like that was a oh, whole reboot a, a Flashpoint, right um, yeah. yeah, that that was also 
I guess could count as a crisis. Uh, mm. Then there was Convergence, and I'm not sure what the deal was with that. Okay, how about this? Because you pay attention to comic books as they are happening much more than I do. I'm I'm very much a after the fact collected edition kind of guy. Um, so I'm not I'm not always as aware of these things as they are happening or when they necessarily happen. Uh, compared to Marvel, though, how many times has Marvel rebooted its continuities within the same span of time as DC doing this, like from the mid '80s? Uh, th- three. There's a uh, so DC's still do- doing it more, though, is what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I don't know, actually. Mm-hmm. But there was Heroes Reborn. There was. I mean, you could maybe count the Ultimate line as being like its own rebooted tangent. Um. Yeah, kind of. Isn't that just like an alternate? Reality, though, yeah, it is similar to how the earth, but then that also got works. brought into the main one. Uh, oh, yeah, because then uh, Miles Morales uh shows up in, in the main Spider Man continuity. Yep, uh, Ultimate Reed Richards also is in the main continuity now. Is he the one that like bugged his eyes out and was trying to get yep. the Fantastic Four to drink his piss? Okay, yep. perfect. That's the only Reed Richards you need, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's also got like a weird shaped head Because he had a Like this sort of aliens looking helmet And he like mm. Because he was like I need to make my brain Bigger to be smarter And so he like, bulged his head out To fill the helmet it's, <laughs> It was weird Ultimate Reed Richards is cool And he's then like the, the Marvel also. Cinematic Universe Is also considered Like it's own World or whatever Right? No. It's like, how does Marvel designate them? Isn't it they have a numerical designation for these sort of different continuities too? Main Earth like, is Earth six one like six. Uh, okay. Ultimate, I don't know that it has a number designation. Uh, movie universe is not related to anything. Like that hasn't appeared okay. in the comics. Well, they've done like tie-in comics. They're like coming out with the movies, but. They don't really count. I thought though that 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 Marvel still assigned it a number or something, but I, I don't uh, know where I heard that. I don't know when that popped into my head. It might just be something that I put there myself. There uh, is uh, the gamer verse. Which huh, is, well, it's weird they even came up with that because it's like they just have the Spider-Man game. That's all there is. It's not like yeah. they have a whole lot of video games that they could make part of is this universe. A- is that Avengers thing that they got come out? Is that meant to be part of that universe, or is that even considered its think own so. thing? Yeah, I think okay. that's its own thing. Because that's the sense that I got from that, was that it was not necessarily supposed to be connected to the Spider-Man game for the PlayStation 4. Yeah, I don't think that so. Because it it's its own continuity. Because the issue is Sony owns Spider-Man, so that's kind of a yeah. problem. But then also, that Avengers game, every time I see it, my eyes kind of glaze over. Because, boy, nothing about that looks interesting to me at all. Yeah. I hope it'll be all right, because I like Crystal Dynamics. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I have, like, great. no expectation for it. But also, yes, Crystal Dynamics is good, and I want the best for them. So I hope that game turns out good. Uh, mm-hmm. Blood knows? Omen 3. Make it happen. Uh, <laughs> yes. 
look, if this is what it takes to get Blood Omen 3, then shit, looks like I'm buying Avengers. Gex 4. No, no, I'm buying two copies of Avengers. Uh, but yeah. Get that Avengers family pack, buy it for me and three of my friends. But yeah, what I was saying was that basically the rebooting and everything of DC is actually not quite as complicated. It's just. They've had a long history. And over time, it, does, that gets pretty tangled up. Where does the Snyder Cut fit in with the DC movie continuity? Would that then be its own thing, or would it be, you know, is everything's reset, and now that's the new, like, I would part guess, of the prime continuity? I would guess that would relegate the Whedon Cut of Justice League as being non-canon. Oh no, the split timelines within this cinematic universe that has, uh, not taken off so right, great. Right. That's news you didn't mention. Yeah, because I actually completely forgot about it uh, because I give so little of a shit about the Justice League movie. But yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently the Snyder Cut is a thing that is actually happening now. He's getting um, so like twenty or twenty-five million dollars to finish that thing up, uh, but he is not being allowed reshoots uh, with the original cast at all. So no, the Rona's I'm sure got him. Be fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I don't have that pulled up, but the interview that they actually did where they found that out uh, really left it in like no uncertain terms. Like the guy who was revealing that was going like, yeah, they were like, you will get 25 million at most, but we will not let you have the actors at all. Yeah, um, th- that's not surprising at all. Uh, no, not not just because of possibly there being health concerns with the coronavirus, but I understand that the studio is, or well, HBO Max is not going to want to pay out to get Ben Affleck back on a set for a couple of shoots. To be clear, you could just say Warner Brothers. It's Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers owns yes. I'm sorry. HBO Max. Uh, the funniest yeah, thing but, about but, this is, the thing with the Snyder Cut the whole time with the fanboys online was that they insisted that it was done. Like that it was just in the can ready yeah. to go And Warner Brothers They screwed over Zack Snyder He he couldn't get his vision Up on the screen yeah. Those hack which is frauds a, Which is just a really Interesting way to tell on yourself For not knowing what a uh, What a work print is <laughs> Right also <laughs> They weren't done shooting the movie When he left like, That's yeah. not like a rumor Like that's a verifiable fact that yeah. They still had like four weeks of shooting left or something um, And yeah, that's Whedon, significant Whedon came in and they, they went to sets And they shot scenes with those actors Like that's uh, not uh, But it's okay because cut a thing that existed Because now that they are getting money To finish this Snyder cut uh, they, they will all tell you That they were right the whole time uh, The Snyder cut yeah. was real <laughs> No it's not yep. I mean, It will be they, eventually they will in have... a way they will have learned nothing from this and their confirmation bias will make it to where they, that instead of being very annoying about insisting that this is a thing that exists and should be put out there, they will now insist that it is the better version and that justice league is good actually. Right. Uh, it's going to be, be like fair. The, neither that, uh, the Richard Donner cut of Superman two, where it's just this weird yeah. hack together mess. Yeah. Like to be fair, neither of us have seen the, uh, the, the touted Snyder cut of this movie Maybe it is better I have a very hard time believing that a fucking Zack Snyder movie is better than a Joss Whedon movie though I haven't seen the Whedon cut of it Because I don't care I, Yes I have not either uh, But I 
I trust that that is not a good movie. It does not look like a good movie. I have not heard very kind things about it from basically anybody. And I know people who like Gotham, for Christ's sake. I I uh, will watch the Snyder Cut when it comes out, because like I'm going to be subscribed to HBO Max anyway, and I am interested in seeing what a mess this will be. I interested find it in seeing, fascinating. Uh, this stiff model of... Uh, Superman flying around with like no textures on it whatsoever. Sure. What if they just? How about the part where the movie just cuts to a fucking storyboard? Like, oh, here's an animatic just right in the middle of the movie. What you if... fucking assholes who don't know what a goddamn word print is. What if they just bring back Superman's mustache? He has the mustache again yeah, now. Great. No, we got twenty five million dollars, but it wasn't enough to cover up Cavill's mustache for like about fifteen seconds worth of movie time. The barber of Cavill. Yes. Get it? Mustache. God. Hey. I want the mustache cut. Just give me the Whedon movie, but restore his mustache. And I, I just the Superman to was alive the down there the entire time. Yeah. This Morrison J. style. Superman. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Look, comics, they're dumb. We've brought that up a few times in this very episode. Just embrace how dumb they are. Come on. Cyborg Superman with a mullet. Do it. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, that thing's going cut. to come out and it's not going to be good. Also, but people are going to insist it will be good, and that's just going to God. Also, twenty-five million dollars is not a whole lot. No, for a movie. No, it's not. It's really not. So that would cover the time. That would cover the. That's the investment to edit some of that shit. Like, yeah. none of it is for reshoots. There might be some ADR involved, I guess, with that. Oh, sure, there will be because they they're also they've got to uh, do voiceover for Darkseid. Oh right, right. I forgot Darkseid's in this fucking thing for because you know Thanos was in the end of the original Avengers. So you got the Darkseid in your fucking Justice League movie. Well, it makes sense. Like no, that I'm not going to like give him crap for that because. Why else would you have Steppenwolf in there if not like, as a way of getting to Darkseid? You know, it'd be I like guess. having Kalabak in there as the main villain. They're not going to do that. Uh, some would ask, why would you have a Justice League movie this early on sure. in a cinematic universe? Well, the answer is because the Avengers movies were already coming out. Uh huh. I mean, for Christ's sake, they had to introduce Aquaman in that movie because there was no way that at that point in time they could sell anyone on a solo Aquaman movie, and they knew it. They introduced Wonder Woman in BVS for some reason. Sure. I mean, look, it took them this long to do a Black Widow movie. I think that there is still this prevailing mentality of a female-led superhero movie would not perform well, and then it, it took Wonder Woman to, to kind of prove that. Like, no, it could do just fine. It took a wholly mediocre crowd pleaser in order uh -huh. to prove that they can make money. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, most of these movies are just mediocre crowd pleasers, so why not? Uh, okay. Uh, I think actually, that's being wait, very um, charitable to DC's output. Did, oh, no, I'm, I'm saying in general. Like, oh. I, I would apply that to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think that a lot of those movies are just kind of okay. Yeah. Uh there's there's very few of them that I would actually say are just bad. Most are are fine. They're just varying degrees of fine. The only one I would say is outright bad is Black Panther, honestly. Uh, I would say the first Thor. 
Yeah. I've heard Dark World is kind of considered to be the worst one, but I've also not seen that. Uh, I also did not care for Black Panther. I I mean, look, I haven't seen it, so I'm not going to cast aspersions on it. Unlike Justice League, which I will absolutely judge, despite having only seen maybe 20 minutes of that movie. Okay. Uh, I saw the the bit where... um, Oh god, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, the the guy the with the he has the mask and it's like orange and it's blue and he's the he's like an assassin, he's a Deathstroke. Thank you. I know who it is. The name was just like not coming to me. I, I saw that final scene where Deathstroke shows up on Lex Luthor's <sighs> boat and then remembered, oh right, they cast Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor in these things. That's a decision they made, and if they keep this continuity, they have to stand by that decision. Now I'm just trying to think of how many death strokes there are. These are but... like the people who want this thing too, I feel are the same exact people who keep demanding that all the Jared Leto footage get released from Suicide Squad, as if that will somehow make that movie good also. Oh sure, the problem was it didn't have enough Jared Leto Joker. Yeah. Everyone's favorite Joker, Jared Leto. Right. Damaged, it says on his forehead. I mean, how else would you know? He's a perfectly normal guy. That's a good. Like point. You have to have you have to have a visual cue to let the audience know that he's in fact insane. That's right. The one thing I like about the Geraldino Joker is the idea that he has a grill because Batman punched all of his teeth out. Like I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Everything else though, put a shirt on that fucking Joker. Unless he's Jacqueen Phoenix, in which case, it's Who? it's fine. Jack Jacqueline Phoenix. Jacqueline Phoenix. Yeah, well, Jackie Phoenix. Yeah. I bet Joaquin just fucking loves when people mispronounce his name. <laughs> Probably. Just hope that if he, he if he hears you pr- um, pronouncing it that way, just hope he's in Joker mode and not uh, <laughs> I was never really here mode, where he is just like a hulking bear man who will kill you with a hammer. Sure. I feel that, yeah, no, I guess I'd rather Joker mode where he stabs me in the eyes with a pair of scissors. Or just shoots me, which probably would be the preferred way to go. Sure. Man. Man. It, like the DC stuff is especially confounding too that they're they're doing stuff like Joker and this uh Robert Pattinson Batman that seems to have absolutely no connection to the yep. rest of the DC cinematic universe. So that's great. That shows a lot of confidence uh in I this wonder, world that they are trying to build. I wonder if the Batman one is supposed to tie into it somehow cuz they I talked about the reason the reason they had hired Robert Pattinson was because he was younger and would be able to do this for a while, unlike Ben Affleck, who was already old and yeah. trying to find new and exciting ways to smoke while wearing a mask. Um, <laughs> and so I, I figured that, man, it would be tied in somehow. Yeah. Like, maybe not to the previous continuity, but sort of just reboot things a little bit. Like, I would guess it probably still have Gal Gadot... Um, and probably still have Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern, right? Like, he's going to come back. Yeah. No, you got to bring him back. Um, I mean, he's a hot-ticket actor. Yeah. I, just, I think it's a mistake to have let Zack Snyder be the one who decided what the tone of this universe was going to be outright. Like, there were some articles I saw going around recently that 
alleged that the original version of Batman v Superman was the darkest thing you've ever seen. Like, I don't mm-hmm. fucking want that out of a comic book movie, man. Like, unless the source material itself is really dark in a way that isn't just intentionally trying to be edgy. Like, there's some dark stuff in Batman, but, like, it's not the darkest thing I've ever seen. It's just so weird to me that he got so close. Like, all you have to do is make an adaptation of The Dark Knight Returns. He couldn't yeah. do it. He got almost. He got like you know sixty percent there, yeah. and then just he teased so it a little bit. Backed off. He's got that armor. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, I really like the gif of uh, Zack Snyder demonstrating how Superman should snap Sod's neck, and he's like <laughs> making <laughs> noises. <laughs> it's good. Uh, Zack Snyder made a few good movies. He's made a lot of really bad ones too, though. All right, but the only movie Zack Snyder's made that was not a remake or adaptation was Sucker, Sucker Punch. Punch. Yeah, which is fucking bad. Yes, it is. It's so bad. At the same time, I'm actually kind of looking forward to Army of the Dead. That might be all right. Dawn of the Dead was good, so maybe this is what he needs. This is his big comeback. The Snyder Cut is uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to sit down and watch it But I'm very curious what the state of that thing Is going to be when it is finished Because yeah I, I find very hard to believe that Much of what people allege to be The Snyder Cut is in any state That is watchable Yeah Because again I, I don't think that they, they Understand at all How the movie industry works What a work print is Like they just assume because the director got kicked off of it that there was this whole complete vision that can just be released if somebody's willing to hit the button, and that is not how any of that works. Right. At and all. You want to know what the Snyder Cut will look like. Look at the the Whedon Cut, but then the bits that you can tell were from Whedon's segments. Remove those, uh, put in, like, yeah, I guess an animatic or something, maybe some bad CGI and voiceover. And congratulations, there's your Snyder cut. Zack Snyder sitting in a room looking right into a camera telling you what was going to happen in the scene and then playing it out with action figures. Yeah, and be like the it's like the Matrix. He's the architect. He's got all the monitors. That'd be good. I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd get an HBO Max subscription for that. Look, I'm just getting an yeah. HBO Max subscription for all the Space Ghost episodes. HBO Max seems like it's probably all right. Probably is. Seems like it, yeah. I'm okay with like Netflix, HBO Max as like my two things. Uh, I wasn't gonna subscribe to Hulu because there's not much I want on Hulu, but seems like there will be plenty on HBO Max, so okay with it. Can't you watch the Young Turks on the Hulu? I don't know. Why would you I want socialist to? Socialist scum. Uh, that guy it looks like Reggie Filsame. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whose head through the course of a show just becomes more and more red until he turns into a tomato. Great. Yeah. Hate tomatoes. Disgusting. Oh no, they got that one. They got that one lady on there that yells at everybody. That's what I know about the Young Turks. Uh, Why did they decide to name themselves after Rod Stewart song? Uh, Because Chink Unger is a dumbass. Who's that? 
That's the main that's young. The guy. He, that's the guy. That's the guy from the Young Turks. Yes, I he used to be on just... MSNBC, and then they were like, "Oh, he need he need to tone it down." He's like, "Nah, I'm going to go off and do my own thing." And he started this YouTube channel. That I don't know. I think like Hulu bought some sort of stake in it, which seems kind of antithetical to the whole like, "Oh, we're progressives, man. We're not part of the establishment, dude." Thing to then just kind of go over to Hulu. <laughs> Just like Miracle Whip, he refuses to tone it down. That's right. I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure that they went over to Hulu, but I'm pretty sure that they're on there. I, I feel anyway. like they're on like Crackle or something. <laughs> Tubi. I don't know. Look, man. All I'm saying is, if you want you want to get into the real intellectual dark web, all that shit's happening on Vimeo. Remember. That they made a Joe Dirt 2 <laughs> And it was only on Crackle Like I that was now. the thing It's like their big push yeah. towards being Like a Netflix type thing Is yeah. like we've got Joe Dirt 2 <laughs> Dennis Miller's back Oh great I actually don't know if he's still in it You know it's good Dennis Miller's getting work still No I guess. it's not Dennis Miller should yeah. be deplatformed. He's worse than any YouTube Nazi. He offends me by his very presence. He doesn't even have to say anything. He can just talk about. I don't know. I'm I'm too tired hey, to even think of it. Well, right. There's that. But I'm I'm too <laughs> yeah. tired to even think of something horrible Dennis Miller would say. Yeah. Hey. Hi. Pickman. Wait, we're still doing. I thought you didn't have a retro segment this time. No, I no, I got Pikmin. <sighs> All I'm right. pulling this retro segment out of the dirt. Uh, I played both the Pikmins, and they are very good games. I love um, me some Pikmin. Yeah, uh, the first Pikmin actually got like kind of tedious at a few points in it because I think like they, they just don't. Like, you know, you only got the three types of Pikmin, there's very yeah. few worlds, and the, the puzzles never get so complicated that they get, like, you know, the game becomes less engaging as it goes on, is basically what I'm trying to get at. Um, Pikmin 2, on the other hand, too much fucking video game. Mm -hmm. Two, there's like 200 different treasures in that thing, and there is absolutely no way I'm going to go after all of those. Um I found the puzzles to be a lot more interesting, but I didn't like the fact that there are just a lot of underground locations uh, that then end up sort of using the same tile sets. Okay. Uh, it's kind of a bummer that they did that and that most of the treasures are underground. Uh, there's life underground. I, I was just about to say that. That's true. So <laughs> yeah. what do you expect? Um, of course there'd be treasure there. Yeah. Although I do like that in Pikmin 2, uh, when you pick up the treasures, your ship will give them, like, funny names. Uh, even though it's just, like, Duracell batteries and stuff like that. Like, I was actually kind of surprised to see how much actual branding was in Pikmin 2. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I thought uh, it was neat. I, I know I said Duracell, but there's there's also, like, a Yoohoo bottle cap in there at one point. A Dr. Pepper bottle cap, which makes me feel represented. Yeah. Because I've got a problem. I drink too much Dr. There's Pepper. a Pepsi bottle too, I think. Yeah, it sounds about right. Uh, I was hearing that like uh, Pikmin 3, which is a game that I have not played at all, uh, does a similar thing and that there's an avocado you pick up at one point that like the original name for it was Alligator Scrotum. <laughs> oh, 
okay. <laughs> like, that seems pretty good, but they changed that. Um, Why? Yeah, I can't put scrotums. There's no... Nintendo is a no-scrot zone, Larry. It's fine. It's Nintendo in Nintendo refuses to use medical terms for anything. Even that is too lewd. Uh... Yeah, I think one of the, the things that stood out to me as being kind of weird about Pikmin 2 is having, like, two different, like, having Olimar and Louie. Like, I don't think I have really found too many instances where I needed to have them split up. No, it's because and I'm not uh, sure it has that, co-op, doesn't it? I th- So that's what I was going to say, is I, I think that maybe that is there mostly for co-op, but then you're still sort of saddled with that in single player. Yeah, and so for most of my time playing that game, I just had Louis follow me around, but I never really like swapped over to him. Yeah, uh, you, did you know Olimar is Mario backwards? What? That's right. Little Shut up. Fact. Just like Alucard is Dracula backwards. You're a fucking liar. What? That's not true. That's not true at all. It's not, yeah, it is Alucard. Alucard is not back. Dracula. Alucard. Okay, that's D R A C. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? See? Didn't I just blow your mind? Miles Tails Prower. <laughs> that X arrow. No, I'm fucking with you. I, I'm fucking with you. I know that those are <laughs> their names backwards. Um, no, it isn't. Though is the thing. That's what? the joke. Olimar is not Mario backwards, you idiot. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying no. I'm saying I know that Alucard is Dracula oh, backwards. Yes, I know you know. Yeah. Louis is Luigi backwards. Louis, well, it, he had. <laughs> they had to change Pikmin too. He was originally voiced by Louis C.K. And, oh no. Uh, so, we made all the Pikmin watch him masturbate in the ship. That's right. They had to go in and delete the voice files from every copy, even every ISO in existence. So. Oh no. They went to Vim's lair with their C and D, but it was not to take the game down. It was to just put up the non-Louis CK version. Yeah. Ah, so. Yeah, the, like the thing with Pikmin Two, also though, is that like at the end of that game, Louis goes missing, uh, and then you go into this post-game where it's about finding him. And my understanding is you you do this by diving into a lot of different holes, and he's down like a certain one, and that is like the hardest, uh, you know. So it's like the ET game for Atari. Exactly. Yeah, you go around, you drop into holes, and then you collect stuff, and you slowly like pop back out of the hole. Um, but like. It, at that at that point, I felt like I kind of enjoyed enough of Pikmin too to have like an appreciation for it. But that if I kept kind of hammering away at that game, I knew that I was going to start to like sour on it. There's just a little bit too much there. Uh, but I do think it's kind of neat how much content they managed to cram into that thing for people who are way more into Pikmin than I am, because uh, it seems like there is a lot there if you just want to sink many many hours into Pikmin. Uh, I do. Whereas the first one was like pretty short, like. I think I finished that thing in like five hours. Well, the first one had a time limit too. It did, which uh, is weird that there are like it counts the days in uh, Pikmin Two, but I don't think that really does anything other than kind of like a scoreboard thing at the end. So in three, it has a time limit, but it's like a, it's based on how much 
It's like how much juice you have because like their spaceship runs on juice. I need the juice. That's right. Uh, as Coltrane said, look at all that juice. Oh yeah. Um, they were so on Pikmin planet the entire time. Yeah, so you could get fruit and stuff to get more juice and extend your time. I think you could basically extend it functionally Argus indefinitely. Just, Argus Phoenix just rapidly pulling Pikmin out of the ground to throw at the locusts. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Toss a bomb Pikmin down an emergence hole. <laughs> I'm not a fucking botanist. All I know is the purple Pikmin are heavy. <laughs> uh, Dom's not good many... for much, but he can really lift these 20 pellets. I really like how many like obscure lines from fucking Gears 2 have been burned into my brain. <laughs> like, nice driving, Marcus. Yeah, that was the first game. Oh, that was? I think so. Oh, whatever. I wonder if I still have either of those games. I'm not sure if I traded those in at oh, some no, wait. point or uh, not. Nice driving, Marcus, might be a second. That's the ice, the ice uh, yeah, lake. Because no. the first one, yeah. I think, is the bit where you're in the dark and you have the spotlight as the bat. Yes. Uh, so these were like the, the first two big co-op games that you and I got into together and in the second game with the ice driving segment I was behind the wheel and I kept slipping and sliding off the cliff <laughs> so we heard the line nice driving Marcus probably a hundred fucking times before I finally beat that level uh, yeah. but the first one was like the spotlight and I kept fucking with you and like dragging the spotlight away from you and then whipping it back before the bats could eat you yeah Sometimes yeah. it, Again, video games used to be real good Right, well that's also Look, we've talked about Resident Evil 5 before uh, Sometimes Yeah Games are not good The egg economy That is Resident Evil 5 May I offer you a rotten egg in this try in time Yeah uh, Hey, if you listen to some people Resident Evil 5 is better than uh, Resident Evil 3? That doesn't that's, seem right. That's impossible. What, Only some sort of freak kind on of, Twitter with a yeah. What, Koopa what kind of well-known avatar. Twitter dumbass would say that? Yeah. Fucking nine nine volt. Dumb I mean, motherfucker. Nine volt is like well known for being stupid, so this is not a surprise. Sure. Uh, anyway, now we're done to having Twitter beefs, I guess. <laughs> uh, what do you say about uh, Pikmin Two? Pikmin Two is an extremely good game. Uh, I like the first Pikmin a whole lot too I was showing you as well from Pikmin 2 How dark the humor is in that game Because uh, you're yeah. getting these messages from your boss Going like, yeah, I've been evicted And I have to live under a bridge now And I don't remember there's, there's any a, of that either So this a, was a nice treat for me <laughs> I'm just sending an email going like I've befriended a pack of stray dogs underneath the bridge I really hope I can go home soon yeah, that's good stuff. And like my, I think my favorite one is him just going like, "I'm trying to build like a treehouse. It reminds it reminds me of my childhood when I lived in a shack." <laughs> <laughs> you may find yourself but, living in a shotgun shack. Yeah, this isn't my beautiful Pikmin. <laughs> this is not you my beautiful spaceship. I was about to say you might find yourself behind the wheel of a strange spaceship. Yeah. Um. Although, hey, your uh, your boss ends up becoming a playable character in the post game as you go looking for Louis, so that's awesome. 
That's cool. That's another thing in Pikmin 2's corner. Um, yeah, I, I like these games a whole lot. I think that the first Pikmin is a... It, it's pretty solid as a first entry, even though I think that those puzzles do... They, they stop becoming engaging the further in that you go. Uh, Pikmin 2 approves upon that, obviously. Like, I think they understood what the shortcomings were behind the first game, and they pretty much addressed everything that I would want them to address. I think, like, the time limit thing is interesting. Like, it, it keeps... A level of tension there that the second game is lacking uh, so that might be that like the one thing i really wish that they kind of kept uh from pikmin one um i actually 100 percented uh pikmin one on my first go so it was definitely doable um even under that time constraint but uh pikmin 2 again too much game not doing that still good though thought that was so part of your I uh, give, uh, part of your rules for this you had to 100 percent everything Yes, but also, that is a lot of Pikmin. <laughs> well, that's too much Pikmin. I've I've been relaxing my one hundred percent rule on things because there are some games, for example, like Paper Mario, where that is just really asking too much. Like it's just too tedious to want to sit there and do it. Yeah, uh, that's true of almost every game ever made. Yeah. Uh, Yes, it's true of most of them. There are some games where I am extremely cool with 100%ing them, but Pikmin and Paper Mario is not it. Like, the first Paper Mario, that is actually a lot more doable. The second Paper Mario, so far, I am finding that there's, like, side quests in that. They all fucking suck. So, like, definitely not doing it in Thousand Year Door. Like, I know that right now. All right. Uh, I think I got pretty close to it, incidentally. In the first Paper Mario, there there is just one side quest that I know I missed, but I think that actually was it. Uh, but anyway, uh, Pikmin one, I give that eighty Pikmins out of a total one hundred. Hmm. Uh, and they're all they're all red Pikmin because they're sassy. Those okay. are my favorite Pikmin. Uh, I would give it um, a nine out of ten Pikmin. I really like Pikmin two a lot. Hmm. I would give Pikmin two. 95 purple pikmins out of 100 pikmins and since purple pikmins i mean they they have power behind them they're like 10 pikmin rolled into one yeah so that's actually like a lot of pikmin for pikmin too since they're all the purple ones okay so i like the game a whole lot anyway that's you know pikmin pikmin you gonna try playing three? there's a third one uh I mean, I need to I need to buy it, and I don't know. Oh, I wonder yeah. if that's easy to find or not, is the thing. I don't know if it ever got, like, part of the Nintendo Selects thing or not. I don't think it did. So it, it might be expensive now. I'm not sure. Uh, no, I'm finding it for about 20 to 25 bucks on eBay okay. for buy it now. All right. uh, yeah, it, it 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 was part of the uh, yeah. It's got one of the red box things. It's part of oh. Nintendo Selects. Okay, so. well then there you go. Yeah, yeah, I might actually do that. Uh, I was thinking I mean, I don't... while you were talking about this that I should try playing that again because I was trying to play it with the the control scheme where you like use the Wii Mote, um, while sort of using the Wii Pad as sort of a map and everything, and it gives you a lot more control over where you're tossing stuff. But also, it's just kind of awkward to do, uh, and so I was thinking yeah, I, I, I might just try to just do it with a controller and see how that works. Yeah, I uh, 
Yeah, I might uh, I might end up buying Pikmin three. Uh, I'd have to hook my Wii U up again, which. Hey, at least then this would be like, I don't know, the fifth game that I bought and played for the Wii U. Yeah, well, you refused to buy Xenoblade Chronicles X for some reason. Uh, isn't that on the Switch now? And it's like nope. way better? Nope, that's okay. the first Xenoblade, which these. was um on Wii. I can't keep all these Xenoblades straight. I just know that that series is related to Xenosaga, right? No. I thought it was. Nope. The same company made it. Doesn't Cosmos show up at some point? Nope. And she's like, hey, what's up? I'm an android. I was in like a bunch of really shitty video games. Nope. Xenosaga is not related to Xenoblade, which is not related to Xenogears. Okay. This is confusing, but all right. Well, not really. I, I was mean, thinking just... about Xenosaga recently and how fucking dull that game is. Yes, it is. Um, but yes, it, it was the Wii had Xenoblade Chronicles. And then Wii U had Xenoblade Chronicles X, which itself not related to the first game. <laughs> oh, great. Um, All right. And then sure. the Switch had Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which actually is related to the first one. X is the one I like the most. It has a bunch of weird mech stuff in it. Uh, it's really good, and I wish they would port it to Switch. All I know is those games have uh, the Shulk guy from Smash Brothers, and he's nope. got his big weird sword. And no, then the, there's the also the, the boob lady. Okay, I don't know. The, the boob lady is the main thing. Uh, that might be the second, I'm guessing. The one with the red hair? Yeah, that's two. I was told the whole point of that game was some sort of weird, like, you're you're basically just collecting all these girls or something. Kind of. Or It's like Personas. Oh, the girls are the Personas? Yeah, basically. They're okay, in your are they like... Are they... Okay, so are they like actual ghosts, or are they like AI, yeah. or what? Uh, yes, like, to both of them, they're ghost yes, AI? They're magic AI. Oh, no. oh, shit. I mean, you know, it's the two-human uh. thing, you know, like, science, <laughs> magic. Dennis Dyack made Cineblade Chronicles sure. 2. Look, you're always on the right track with your video game when it can be compared to two-human. <laughs> exactly. Cineblade so Chronicles 2-human. Flat black. Oh, yeah. God. I mean, I should probably hook the Wii U up anyway and actually try to beat uh, that Fire Emblem Effie thing. Okay. Uh, the, or if uh, it just played on Switch. I mean, I bought it for the Wii U. It so was did just I. sitting there on my shelf. I got exactly one dungeon in and then was like, I'm going to do something else. And then I never came back to it. I got farther than that, but I did the same thing. And so I just started over on Switch. Especially because that's sort of the sort of thing where if you try to get back into it, it'd be like, okay, what what combos like chains from what? What are any of these? What am I doing? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm also just like one dungeon in, so I've made so little progress that I actually wonder if it would be like easier to just kind of read a guide yeah, and maybe. just kind of get that that information back into my head. It could be, because yeah, maybe at that uh, point you don't really have that many chains available anyway. Yeah. Although I kind of wonder was... if um if they change something balance wise to the Switch one, because I've noticed it seems like I'm getting a lot more materials for uh, creating carnages, and so I wonder if they boosted the drop rate on that stuff. I uh was thinking about this the other day because somebody had posted a um. 
I, I guess Persona 5 Scramble has remixes from Personas 1 and 2 in it, and they're very good. Uh, and it reminded me that both of the Persona 2s are on my list, and that I actually should really get around to playing those games. And then that got me thinking about how they had that trailer for a Shin Megami Tensei on the Switch. And fuck. <laughs> like, I still really wish that that were a thing that was happening and not another Metroid Prime 4 scenario where I'm pretty sure it's just never coming out. Probably. Um, if it is, it's at least not coming out on that console at this point. It Well, you underestimate how willing Nintendo is to put out things on dead consoles. Uh... Uh, remember sure. Breath of the Wild came out for Wii U uh, Yeah, that's a good point Also, Twilight Princess came out on the GameCube Right, but that was the better version, so, you know It is, which is the weird thing I mean, I guess it's not that weird Because most of the, develop the development for that happened on the GameCube So it was definitely Right, and the main thing that makes Twilight that. Princess suck Is the bad motion controls, which yeah. you wouldn't have to deal with uh, That's fair I, It's funny, though, that you were just doing... Um, you were telling me about playing Pikmin because uh, Overlord 2 was free on Xbox Live. And so mm. I was looking at that and thinking, Overlord was pretty good. Like, that was the point where Nintendo seemed to have no interest in making more Pikmin. And so someone else was just like, what if we made the Pikmin Gremlins? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, man, right. if they actually did a Gremlins video game, but it was done in the style of a Pikmin's. That'd be great. And it was just that, like, instead of collecting items, you're sending your gremlin army to fuck shit up. Yeah, sure. Ah, oh, that'd be really good. They'll never do that, though. Gremlins is pretty much a dead franchise, except for that cartoon that they insist is coming out, even though I doubt it. No, that it will come out. Uh, As for whether it will be good or not, uh, uh, <laughs> highly doubt it, but it'll come yeah, out. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, before we go, uh, what do you think a Pikmin tastes like? Uh, like a carrot. See, I think that it would be both a vegetable and meat. I think that it is, they basically have this, um, like a carrot-like, a root sort of you know, exoskeleton, okay. but then you bite into it and it's all meat and goop on the inside. So it's like a beet. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a carrot, but when you bite into it, there's just raw steak in the middle of it. Hmm. Okay. So it's a merit. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's a real thing, by the way. The merit. Carrot made out of meat. Yeah. I think Arby's I made to it. Look this up after. Because Arby's. I have to look this up after the product. Yeah, that sounds like a thing that Arby's would make. The fucking maniac chefs at Arby's. Yeah. They're Come into this fast food joint for a fucking roast beef sandwich. Kind of sores a food horror. I don't think it was actually available for purchase anywhere. They were just like, hey, check it out, a merit. So it's sort of like their thing where they just make like a bunch of cardboard art craft stuff, and it's like, I don't see what this fucking Master Chief helmet has to do with your shitty roast beef sandwich, but okay. Yeah, basically. But this is getting people to come carrot. in and eat your curly fries that taste like ass. Yep. Fucking hate Arby's so much. Like that is actually maybe the worst fast food joint in my Agreed. opinion. Yep, I, like, I would not willingly go to an Arby's for most things. 
here is the thing. You can make a roast beef sandwich very, very easily at home. It, there are not that many components involved. It takes you like a minute to do. It is yeah. the same fucking shit to me as Uncrustables. There is a, a like a vending machine thing at work that stocks Uncrustables. And I see people buy Uncrustables there. It's been like $2 on a fucking tiny ass peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know how fucking easy it is to make peanut butter and jelly? You know how cheap it is to just buy the three things you need to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? The fuck are you people doing buying Uncrustables? The, sh the, the garbage frozen peanut butter and jelly sandwich. George, I, um, I'm sorry to tell you. We, don't, uh, are we, don't you dare. We're sponsored by Uncrustables this week, so uh, I'm going to have to delete that whole thing. Please use offer code Pikmin. <laughs> We'll see you next week. Be sure right, to enjoy a delicious Uncrustables when listening to I'm the next week's podcast. I'm sorry to Uncrustables. Goodbye, Dinosaur.